We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, what is going on? Happy Monday, January the 9th, 2023. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here, the Daily Crow of the Spurs Up Show. Appreciate you all tuning in. we got a packed show, a lot to get into. Uh, we're taking your questions, your comments, your calls. As always, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. I see Heath, Madison, Brennan M., Stephen Borwell Jr., Hudson, Todd Smith, uh, John Edward, Jeff Gulledge, Travis Allen. What's up? Also, those in the Big Cock Club Discord. Head over to the TDC Questions channel. The TDC Questions channel. Be sure your questions are answered there. Again, a lot to get into. Guys, you're going to be mad at me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I told you all that over the weekend, I was going to update the five-minute break video. I have the graphic made. I did not make the video. So I promise you, after today, that video will be updated. I literally jumped on and was like, my goodness, how did I forget? But I did. Somehow, some way, I did. So, uh, give me crap. Throw throw shade on me, whatever it might be. Uh, Yeah, anyways, we'll get that updated. Either way, guys, of course, as always, TDC brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app. Go to prizepicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Guys, you can bet on anything college sports, pro sports, anything and everything in between. They have got it over at Prize Picks. So many fans. And listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. Again, that's prizepicks.com <clears throat> and or go down with the Prize Picks app. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Elizabeth Ballard, what's going on? She says the baseball countdown is on. Yes, guys, one week from today, we will begin talking baseball content i see some of you saying that the video is lagging i don't know is anybody else having laggy video i everything seems to be fine on our end i can try to refresh this maybe let's see if that okay we just refreshed i don't know if that's going to do anything y'all let me know we got some people complaining about some laggy video uh 
Y'all let me know if anything's fixed. It should be if, if it's if it's not, it's definitely a melon issue. It's not Wi-Fi. It's not my technology on this side. But uh, anyways, 843-790-3377. Podcast also dropped this morning, by the way. Um, talking Shane Beamer and company doing work on the recruiting trail, picking up a pair of commitments. You know, also, of course, we did <clears throat> touch on the basketball team and what happened over the weekend and uh, – I think most of you would rather just forget we even have a basketball team. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it's uh yeah, tough, very tough, very tough. Anyways, guys, appreciate you all, the love, the support. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um okay, you guys are saying it sounds like it worked. Again, a week from today, a week from today, we'll start talking baseball content. We will dive into the position unit preview series. And then a week from tomorrow is one month until opening day. So obviously, as you guys know, I'm a huge baseball guy. Looking forward to it. Going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, going to be awesome, man, as we count down the days until first pitch. We got an exciting week this week. Also, guys, let me remind you, in case you missed it, in case you did not see it somehow, on social media, a little bit of a short notice, shorter notice than normal. But uh, we will be in Hilton Head this week. Going to have an event with our friends over at Carolina Cigars on Hilton Head Island. All my low country Gamecocks, especially those that like stogies, get on out to Carolina Cigars on the island. All of the details are on social media in regards to time, in regards to address, how to get there, what have you. Uh, Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, we'll be hanging out at the Cigar Lounge going to be smoking stogies, talking Gamecocks, just having a really, really good time. Um, so again, looking forward to that, looking forward to great conversation, hanging with great people, and uh, really excited to get back down to Hilton Head. And we had a blast early November getting down there. <clears throat> we had a blast getting down there um, in early November, talking Gamecocks. We'll also do the Daily Crow live from the Cigar Lounge on Wednesday noon to two the only day we will not have tdc this week is thursday so we're calling an audible there no tdc on thursday but but the podcast will drop on thursday so just to let you all know no tdc because we'll be playing golf down in hilton head with the carolina cigars boys so looking forward to that we'll return normally scheduled programming on friday great question here from david he says why don't you cover the women's basketball team david that's a great question that's a great question david and I, one that I am not afraid to dive into a little bit deeper and, and talk about a little bit more. Um, I would say this. I do my absolute best to, to highlight the women's basketball team on social media, um, you know, to, to highlight when they're playing, when they win, stuff like that. You know, I, I, I'll just be – I'll be totally transparent with you, David, in, in regards to – you know, there is, there's not enough of a draw in regards to attention on the women's basketball team to make it an integral part of the podcast. And I, I mean, I, I know that's like, maybe, maybe I'll be ran off the internet for that, but it's, it's, it's in regards to like thinking about the, the end consumer and the listeners, if you will, and what people want to hear and what people want to talk about. I mean, most people, David would rather, would rather talk football on a day in day out basis. Um, also, most of our SEC games were winning by like 60 points. I know yesterday we didn't. That was actually a really close competitive game. But it's 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 almost as hard. It's just as difficult to talk about a 60-point win 
as it is to talk about a 43-point loss. I mean, it's just what, – what is there to say? I mean, for women's basketball guys, I mean, I'm, I'm literally rocking the merch right here, the national championship merch. Um, you know, I, I, I focus on the big three. I mean, I always have baseball, basketball, and football, you know, on the men's side. I mean, I love the women's basketball team. I love Dawn Staley, and we've got the merchandise. This is the 2022 National Champions T-shirt. Um, you know, and especially we start to cover it more and more in depth as we get closer to the postseason. Um, you know, and it's just one of those things where I'm, I'm one person too, by the way, I'm one person, you know, only have so much time, so many resources, but you know, if you really want to have that conversation, David, I'm more than welcome to have that conversation. I'll be transparent about it, that it's just, um, you know, most people would rather talk about football. I mean, m m most, most people would like to talk about football all year long. They, they like to talk about it all calendar year. Um, but you know, Maybe women's basketball is something we need to touch on more of. I'm not saying that, um, especially when you think about how good we are. But I, I wonder how many people would actually tune into a podcast that was 30 minutes long just solely talking about the women's basketball team. I mean, would you? I'm, I'm asking the question. I'm asking the question. Would people tune into that, do you think? And I know there are probably some that would, but it's just the reality of it. And, it's, and, it's, and it poses a really interesting question of why is that? And is there a way to fix it? Why is that? And is there a way to fix it in regards to how, how do we increase? Because even being number one in the country and being undefeated and all that, I mean, I think we can all admit that women's basketball does not get the attention that even the men's team does, that even men's basketball does. Um, certainly not any of the other big sports, baseball, football, that stuff. So it's like, how, why, why is that? It's a really intriguing thing and an interesting thing. Um, but... You know, it's just one of those things. Again, I'm just one person, and so I mean, I've got to allocate allocate my my time and resources to the top topics, if you will. Um, the top topics, you know, the top topics topics of conversation, the things people want to talk about. And so, if y'all want to talk women's basketball, we absolutely can. I mean, this show, this show right here, is built for you guys whatever you want to call in and talk about whatever you guys want to discuss i mean you have the power in the comments things of that nature most of the time though it does not happen so and no lynn i listen i lynn i take no i take no you know i, I don't take anything you just said personally lynn says this she says if people would stop discounting women's basketball and truly watch the game you would know that women's basketball is actually more true to the game than men's basketball. I mean, I, I, when I think of women's basketball, yeah, I definitely think more so like fundamentally sound, like passing still matters, layups still matter. Um, you know, men's basketball sort of turned into a dunk contest, a three-point shooting contest, which is fine. I mean, it's still a very fun game to watch. And admittedly, I'm not a huge basketball guy, right? But, you know, it's, it's, it's a conversation that I, don't, that I do not run from. Um, I'm sure many would say, you know, kind of cower away. But um, I would just say this. If you were to – and I would applaud you if you did it. But if you if you tried to start a business solely around talking women's basketball, you will struggle. You, you will have a very – it will very much be a struggle because, unfortunately, it just doesn't move the needle. Like, I, I don't know what else to tell you. Um, and I think especially for – I think especially for, and again, nothing I'm saying is any sort of slight on Dawn Staley and our women's team, quite the opposite. I mean, I love Dawn Staley and I love our women's team and I love the success we're having in women's basketball. It's just one of those things though, where again, it just does not move the needle for the masses. I mean, it, it just doesn't. I mean, that's, and that's not a hot take. That's just the reality. 
Um, I mean, you look at the numbers across the board and, you know, I've had, I've even had people, you know, tell me that, Hey, there's some entities that try to force it down our throat and we're, we're glad that you do not. So I, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, we do the absolute best we can. I'll just put it that way. I try to, I try to create the best, most absolutely entertaining content I possibly can on a day in day out basis. Um, Again, as we get close enough, or as we, excuse me, close enough, as we get closer to, yeah, the postseason, I mean, that's, that is truly when the season, I mean, I've said it many times, guys, that's when the season starts for South Carolina women's basketball. These games right now, I mean, they're awesome, they're fun, we're, we're winning, we're going to win. You know, I mean, we've got a big game, and, and, I, and I'll say this, to, to your point, David, and everybody else, um, we're planning on throwing a couple of watch parties this spring for the women's basketball games, regular season. You know, I think it'd be awesome to throw a watch party for that UConn game. Um, maybe even Tennessee when we play them. Some of the bigger games, if you will. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't want to make it sound like the team is getting punished for being so good, but it's like, it's like I've told you guys, the regular season is like a warm-up for us. I mean, it really is. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, we are, we are blessed and we're fortunate to where we are so good that uh, – you know, we, we kind of can almost put it on cruise control in the regular season. But, uh, yeah, so. Cocky Twan says, does men's basketball move the needle? Not really this season, Cocky Twan. Normally it does, not this season, though. I would agree with you. Um, you know, again, I, I've told you guys, my mindset's completely shifted in the sense of, you know, when I first started for the longest time, my mindset used to be that, you know, my, my number one goal is to provide the, the absolute best coverage and content around baseball, basketball, football, doing all these game previews and post-game reactions. And I still want to do that, right? Because, you know, the, the, the games and the teams playing, I mean, that that's what that's what we all care about, right? We all care about the Gamecocks, and no matter what the sport is, like we're all fans of it. Um, but what I've also realized, too, what I've also realized, too, is that, again, I, I'm more so dedicated to providing the best possible content on a day-in, day-out basis and the content that has the most value to my audience and to the end consumer. So, you know, during basketball season, that might be football, right? So basically what I'm saying is, like, I'm, I'm not going to force, you know, content down anybody's throat in, in the sense of if people don't want to talk men's basketball. Like, if I came on this show today saying, well, you know, men's basketball played over the weekend, so we have to talk about it today – I'm not doing – I'm going to talk about what's most interesting. What do people care about the most? Um, you know, and, and what's moving the needle, right? I mean, the beautiful thing is is that we always say, why be why, – why, why move the needle when you can be the needle? And that's something I, I, I live by. Um, so, I mean, we, we could make it a thing if we like, but, you know, when you lose by 43 the way that uh, Lamont Paris and those guys did, it's, it's – what is there really to say? You know, what, what is there to say besides – beating a dead horse of well it's you know it's it's year one I would even call it year zero I mean I really would call it year zero but it's like yeah it's year one you know we're just building out the run. I mean you're gonna say the same things it's gonna be the same excuses lack of a better way of putting it it's the same things over and over and over again it's the same things over and over and over because otherwise you're gonna start coming down on people and being extremely critical and it's like do, do you really feel like we can do that in year one um so anyways, I, I'll just say this to your point, to your point. I would love to provide more extensive women's basketball content and coverage. 
I think bringing bringing on someone else to do that would be beneficial, right? Because again, I'm one person and I can only cover so many topics. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Hunter. Hunter, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. What's you? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? Uh, so what's going on with these? Uh, uh, I think the I think it's a. Uh... Welcome home. I think two of them um, unannounced, or or is it one? Well, so no, there there were three welcome homes yesterday. Beamer tweeted out a really late one. Two of the three we know. Yeah. Uh, two, yeah, two of the three we know. The two twenty-three welcome homes that we know are transfer portal guys. The Sydney Fugar, I believe that's how you say his last name. The offensive lineman from Western Illinois, and then Jerron Willis, uh, Ole Miss transfer linebacker. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I think both are good pickups. I mean, Willis especially, you look at uh, – he was a freshman last year, only appeared in one game, but you look at his recruiting profile, uh, was a four-star linebacker, was like a .928 on the 24-7 sports composite. I think he's 6'2", 235, something like that. So, I think that's a dude yeah. that's going to play immediately at, at linebacker in a position, obviously, that we need oh, as, yeah. much, as much help as we can possibly get <clears throat> at that position. Uh, the Sydney Fugar kid, I mean, again, Western Illinois, don't know a ton about him. He started 10 games in two seasons for them, but has the size. Yeah, for sure. I, Six I, foot five, 335. I've seen the schedule from uh, last year, but they, they haven't won one game. I don't know if that means anything. I mean, I, I, I mean, he's an offensive lineman, so I, I, I'd be much more concerned if that, if he was a quarterback and that was his statistic, but, um, yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know that that means a whole lot, to be honest with you, my guy. So, um, you know, it has a lot of size, and, and you need to build depth on the offensive line, obviously. So, um, you know, I mean, it's – you know, we'll see what he does. We'll see if he's a, you know, a contributor. Or again, whether he just provides depth, you know, that, uh, that helps you as well. But, you know, again, we know Shane Beamer and company are going to attack the transfer portal. I mean, that, that's, that's no secret at all, right? We knew that. So, uh, I think this is probably just right. the beginning in regards to – you know, going after the portal, we all saw that Trajan Jeffcoat uh, from Missouri hit the portal, and he's obviously a local Columbia guy and was a fantastic player from Mizzou. And uh, so maybe he could be coming home. You never know. I think that's one right now. Everybody's got their eyes on to see what he does. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Shane Beamer and company are going to continue to attack the portal. But, yeah, not sure <clears throat> not sure who that last welcome home was. So we'll have to just wait and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what's your thoughts on, I'm not trying to be like, I know there's millions, millions of people that are asking so many questions about this, but Spencer Rattler and Juice Wells. Dude, I, I don't know. I mean, from, from what we've heard, the rumors have stated those two guys, they were at the team meeting last night, the first team meeting of 2023. You know, I, I listen, I'm just like you, man, on the edge of my seat, just, just waiting to see, I, yeah, I don't know, I don't yeah, know what sure. the. You know, may, maybe it's one of those things that they're gonna they're gonna drop their announcement during the national championship game tonight. Of course, Georgia and TCU. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. They've got yeah. until they've got until next Monday. So it's it's going to happen within the next week, per sources. Right? Um, I don't know but, though, man. I mean, I, I I think there's a lot of positive signs that point to them returning, but um, you know, until we get official word, it's just all speculation. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they'll uh, come back. I mean. Yeah, it's starting to look like it, but hopefully they do. Um, but, yeah, that's all I needed. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, Hunter, I appreciate you, man. Thanks so much for the call. Great stuff from Hunter, as always. Um, yeah, hopefully we get a, we, we get a announcements on Juice Wells, Spencer Rattler this week. But, yeah, I mean, I, I know 
I know we're all waiting on the edge of our seat. Um, I, I want to go back to what David asked, by the way, though, and just reiterate. I, ho I hope that I did. I feel like I did a decent job explaining my point, but I want to explain a little bit better in regards to the women's basketball coverage. Because I'd tell anyone this, why do we not cover the women's basketball team more extensively? I mean, again, I, I would say the number one reason is that I am one person and that, you know, I, the, 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 the amount of content I create can create. I mean, while it is limitless, you work smarter, not harder, right? And you've got to, you, you, you've got to allocate your resources, your attention, your energy to the things that are going to best impact and going to make the greatest impact in regards to content, in regards to, you know, what's going to hit home for the most amount of people. And so, guys, realistically, again, realistically, and this is transparently and authentically, and that's how I operate, and that's why you guys rock with this show. Um, we are all huge fans and supporters of Dawn Staley, the women's basketball program, and we take a lot of pride in our women's basketball program, I think, more than most people probably do. With that being said, does women's basketball really move the needle for people until we get to postseason play? I would say no. I, I would say no, um, and that is just the reality, and that is the that is the fight that not just South Carolina, but that's the fight that the sport fights, right? Is fighting for you know because what what social media is, and when it comes to sports fans and people, it's an arms race for people's attention, right? It's an arms race for people's attention. I mean, if you don't think football is king, there was just an, a, there was just a a graphic, a stat that came out, the top. 100 uh, televised sporting events from 2022. And I think it was like 82 of them were football, NFL. 82 of them were NFL. So football is king, football rules. Um, you know, I, and I don't think anybody really denies that. I mean, it's it's the nature of the beast. It's the reality, if you will. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's just how it rolls. And so that's why, you know, I, I – I, I allocate my my time, my attention, my energy onto the things that do indeed move the needle and that, you know, that draw listeners and draw, uh, you know, interactions and engagements. And, and I'm not saying that I'm just trying to, you know, put clickbait out there, or feed the masses what they want to hear, because, you know, I, I talk about the things that are relevant to South Carolina and to South Carolina fans. But I, I would say, again, on this platform and this entity, if you guys want to talk more women's basketball, you guys have the power. Let's get some more questions going about women's basketball. Let's get some more calls going about women's basketball. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, because I always say the beauties and the banter, I mean, I'd love to discuss them. It was a great win yesterday for Dawn Staley's team, and um, they keep on keeping on. And I, I think anybody – I mean, I think anybody at this point who picks the Gamecocks, who picks that – who picks them to lose is uh, is just foolish. You're trying to make a point for what reason. I have no idea. I mean, I could literally realistically see Don Staley's team going undefeated, start to finish. I mean, I really could. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Travis Allen asked me about the madness on Twitter. Yeah, what an interesting weekend, right? <laughs> what an interesting weekend on Twitter. And I, and I, I, I purposefully... Uh, did not mention it today on the podcast. I would just say this. You know, there are about four or five times throughout the calendar year. I mean, it's a, it's a tale as old as time, guys. It really is. You know, so Travis Allen, when you ask what's up with it, I mean, it's 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 normal, dude. It, it's it's normal. Um, 
They're, you know, so they're about four. It's not a daily thing. It's not every single day. It's not every single week because the way social media works, guys, and the the reason why there's no point in in fighting that fight, right? My I have tunnel vision towards just creating great content and, and moving forward in business and merchandise and, you know, upward and onward we go. It's a greatness we strive. But, um, you know, because on social media, 24, 48 hours later, people find a new thing to be mad about. They find a new person to troll. They find a new person to take shots at. They find a new person to try to tear down. It's just the way that social media operates, especially Twitter. Twitter is an incubator for madness. I love Twitter, but it is what it is. And it's a, it's the water cooler of our society, but it also does serve. Uh, it's where the inmates run the asylum. I mean, if you really want the, you know, the viewpoint of Twitter, but you know, really it's about four or five times a year where, um, but <laughs> you know, it's, it's about four or five times a year where, you know, shit just hits the fan, whether there's low, there, there's some sort of, of low-hanging fruit, right? There's some sort of low-hanging fruit, whether it's, you know, a, a take that I have, an opinion, if you will, or there's a there's a freaking Twitter poll bracket, whatever, that drops, or this happens, or somebody says this or says that. It's about four or five times a year, right, where, where true chaos ensues, and it normally lasts three or four days, and then after that, it just kind of goes away. And so I would imagine, uh, you know, I would imagine this week, I would imagine this week, probably today. I mean, it's just kind of an afterthought. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, man. It's just part of it. It comes with the territory. And when you're when you're having massive success and achieving great things and they can't discredit the success of the podcast, the merch, the live show, the social media, the the uh, the big cock club, I mean, everything in between, they've got to start taking personal shots, which are 99.9%. I would probably even say go as far to say 100% baseless and empty and bullshit and but you know just let the let the let the folks on social media run wild and we'll keep it moving and if you have any questions you're more than free to shoot me a dm or shoot me an email or what have you and and i can address and the beautiful thing about social media is too is that the block button exists and that you know we're to a point where like i'm not i i I don't really need any more followers guys to be honest with you like i'm not begging for followers so i'm able to to control some of the madness, if you will, and to for people that are that are the scum of the earth that should not have access to our content, they don't have access to our content. At least it's not as easy for them to get access to our content. So it is what it is. Anyways, uh, Trip Cromer, don't forget cornhole rules, double champions. Yes, yes, hey, absolutely. Shout out to those folks. Uh, shout out to the cornhole champions. Right, we we crush. Hey, we crush. Buck Thomas, and, and I'll say this too, Gamecock fans love a winner. So, I mean, whether it's cornhole, whether it's women's basketball, whether it's baseball, football, whatever, hey, we love a winner. Buck Thomas, his most interesting women's basketball topic is watching Chris try to tiptoe his way around getting canceled from the internet while explaining why there's been more time on women's basketball. Well, I mean, it, it, it's, it's not tiptoeing around trying to not get canceled. It's just, you know, I, I, I want to make it clear that, like, I like women's basketball and I'm a, I'm a fan and a supporter, but – uh you know, if you really want to have that realistic conversation, I mean, it's just about, you know, you, you want to focus and allocate your energy and time and resources towards things that, that draw the most attention. I mean, that, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, that's the best possible way I can put it. And uh, so especially when we get closer, we get to the postseason. I mean, I talk a lot. I mean, if you look at last year on our run of the national championship, you know, we broke down every single game and talked about every single game and made graphics and made video and all that. But um you know, the regular season, and I'm not saying, again, it's a punishment that we're so good, but we are. 
kind of, you know, it's it's like I told you guys, it's being a fan of Gamecocks women's basketball right now is like being a fan of the Patriots when they had Tom Brady. I mean, the regular season was fun, but it was sort of an afterthought. I mean, it's it's the the season does not start into the postseason. Like our goals are so far beyond just beating Mississippi State on a random Sunday. Like we, if we don't win the national championship, we miss the mark. I mean, this right here, this is what it's about: winning the trophy. That's that's literally what it's about. So, which is a great thing, which is a great thing. Um, it's it's a fantastic thing. So, yeah. So, I mean, Buck Thomas, I don't have to preface anything with anything. I just am a fan of Don Staley and the women's basketball team. So, yeah. What a fun Monday this has been thus far. Uh, Madison, so we'll probably – is that UConn game at home? I thought it was at UConn. Why did I think it was not – I don't know. We, uh, we were talking about throwing a watch party for that game, though. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Fun conversation today. Fun conversation. Uh, Travis Allen, personally, not a basketball guy, men's or women's. Nothing personal. We're all different. That's what makes the world go round. I mean, Travis, and that's something else I don't run away from too. Is like I'm not a huge basketball guy either. Like I'm really not. I'm I'm really not. Like I I I, I love the Gamecocks. Therefore, I love watching. Or you know, I, I watch Gamecocks basketball, both men's and women's. But, I mean, I've, I've never shied away from this, guys. That Like, before I ever created content around South Carolina, before TSUS, when I was just a fan of the Gamecocks, it would not bother me to miss a basketball game. It, it just – it would like – and I'm talking on the men's side. It wouldn't bother me to miss a basketball game. You know what I mean? It was one of those things where – because South Carolina basketball has never been good enough for people to really care and get invested. I, that's just the brutal, honest truth. It is. It's not like football where it's the the beauties and the scarcity and, and you know, there's only 12 games. And so you're going to watch every single one of them no matter what. When you have so many games, right, when, you, when there's so many games and you're not good, and we've talked about it before, what's unfortunate in men's basketball is that if you're not making the tournament, your season's just almost pointless. I, you know what I'm saying? It, your season, especially if you're not making – any sort of postseason. If you're not making any postseason, then it's really tough. I mean, then it's really, really tough. So, anyways, um, let's see. Ryan Johnson, I want to say thank you for the comment, Slapdick. I appreciate it. People like you are what make this thing funny, so I appreciate that. I don't know if he's still tuned in, but uh, let's see. Appreciate you all tuning in. Like I said, guys, podcast did drop this morning. Uh, we had a question from Brendan M. Yes, is Mark Ryan joining this week? Yes, we will double dip on Wednesday when we're at Carolina Cigars. We will take your questions nonstop until 1245. And then at 1245, Mark Ryan will indeed join us, guys. In case you missed it, Mark Ryan at the Fan Upstate going to be a weekly guest for us um, on the Daily Crow every single Wednesday the times will vary, but uh, he will join us this week, 1245 for about 20 minutes or so. And then at 115, J.C. Sherbert will join us because there's no TDC on Thursday. So we'll have two guests on Wednesday. Going to be a lot of fun, but uh, I'm looking forward to having Mark on. I know there's many of you that will roll your eyes, you'll scoff, you'll whatever, but uh, the fact is this, Mark Ryan moves the needle, and I appreciate and gener- genuinely enjoy Mark Ryan's banter and conversation and uh, Mark is a guy that brings the national perspective. Contrary to popular belief, he's, he's not a Clemson fan. He's actually a Florida guy. 
Um, so I think Mark is able to look at things. Mark is able to look at things the same way that I, you know, the reason I brought on a Jake Crane, right? He's able to, there are no garnet glasses. There's no Gamecock bias. He sees things for what they are, not what he wants them to be. And that's a perspective, guys, that I appreciate. You all know that. So really excited to have Mark on the show. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, and uh, yeah, the beauties and the banter, like I said, and you guys, you know, what's also fun too, and I think people don't think about this is like, you know, Mark has some interesting takes, some takes that many Gamecocks do not agree with. He's got takes that I don't agree with. So it will give me the opportunity to challenge him on said takes of like, why did you say this? What does this mean? You are wrong. So <clears throat> I'm looking forward to it. going to be a lot of fun. Okay, UConn is away. Yeah, Brendan, our plan was to, I think we're going to throw a watch party for that game. I think we're going to throw a watch party for the UConn game. So, you know, again, we, uh, <laughs> I know, I know Buck Thomas, Buck Thomas will give me hell, but <clears throat> going back to it, um, you know, we, we do show love and support to, to women's basketball, but you know, do, do you, am I going to be on the podcast giving a preview and a breakdown and a reaction to every single game we play? No, probably not. Probably not. So, and that's just the reality of it. And again, if you have any further questions, I'm, I'm more than happy to address that, but, uh, yeah, really appreciate you guys. Again, thank you all so much for the continued love and support. And I, and I will say that. That's something I do want to hammer on and, and do want to make sure I make, I make very clear because, you know, on social media, and it's so funny, by the way, too, I, I, I saw some things on social media of people saying that, you know, I was uh, in some way like, like, like crying or a cry for help on Friday. And I, I was – guys, I believe in celebrating successes and victories big and small. You know, life is hard. Building a business is hard. Building an entity is hard. Doing what we do and doing what I do for a living and building it up to a point where th this is my living. I, I work no other job, right? I, I've been doing this full-time since August of 2019. Um, that's something to be celebrated. And, I, you know, I, I lead, again, with perspective and gratitude. And so I believe in celebrating all the successes big and small. And so that's why I, I wanted to voice and let you all know you know, how we were doing on social media, on the podcast, on the live show, on the merch, um, you know, and uh, the only people that were irritated by that were the insecure. That, that's the only people that were irritated by that, by that, by that minute and a half or so uh, rant, if you want to call it that, or that minute and a half so clip, you know, that conversation that I had, the only, the only folks irritated by that are the insecure. That That's truly it. Um, so, and it's, and it's, Social media is a really interesting place because those people expose themselves willingly and freely. And it's and so it's, it's kind of a funny thing in that way where folks out themselves as, as the insecure and the insignificant. It, it is funny. It is funny to me. Either way, though. Um, either way, though. And I love this. Ken says, congrats. I didn't realize this is your full-time gig. Yes, Ken, this is not a hobby. This is a full-on legitimate business. I've been doing this full-time since August of 2019. I mean, I would say this, Ken's. And I, <laughs> I take it as a compliment. I, I, I used to, you know, I, I used to kind of stop and be like, how, how could you think I do something else? Like, when would I have time to do it? Like, I'm, I'm creating content at scale in massive amounts every single day. How could I have time to do something else? Then I stopped and realized how much of a compliment that is because what we're doing is so rare that and this is meant as a slight as no one but it's just the reality like most people cannot wrap their heads around like that what we do is even a possibility in this life 
And I'll say it's even crazy. Like, what a world we live in that in 2023, you can do a podcast for a living. Straight up. You, you can do it as a job. You can do it and support yourself. And you can do that day in, day out. And that can be what you do. You know what I mean? Like, that that's a cool place to be. And that's a really cool thing. Um, and, you know, there will be a small minority that will that will discredit that, that will say, no way, it's not true. And then, you know, there are the dreamers and believers and doers and thinkers that do it and follow their passions and dreams and do that day in, day out for a living and live happy, fulfilled lives. So, and I'm happy to be part of that group. So, yes, Kins, I do do it full time and uh, it's, it's a blessing. And I, and I truly love every single day and appreciate you guys. Again, the love and support. And again, that was the point I was going to make is that, you know, I, I, I do want it to be understood. <clears throat> I do want it to be understood that the, the love and the support is overwhelmingly the majority. It, it is. Um, you know, we all, we all know that the vocal minority on this goes far beyond sports, but, uh, we know the vocal minority on social media can be loud, right. Can be loud, but, um, uh, I am louder and I will never not be louder. So Hunter Kelly's is not my business, but how do you get paid? Ooh, Ooh, Hunter. Uh, you know, We can have that conversation. You know, I, I, I'll just say this, Hunter, because I'm obviously not going to dive into the all of the nitty-gritty details here. But, you know, we, we are able to monetize the business through, through merchandise, through business partners, our sponsors, all the ad reads you hear, right? You know, I, I, I've, I've got about 10 to 12 different streams of income that's uh, at any one time. And I, and I truly believe in diversifying. You, you have to. You have to diversify yourself. You, you do. When, when you're an entrepreneur, uh, you know, diversify. If you just say, I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to make income just one way, you are, uh, you're truly limiting yourself, I, I, I believe. And I know. I know for a fact. So, um, you know, maybe one of these days we'll get into a little bit more of a, uh, a deeper conversation. But I, but I will say this, Hunter, on your point, because, or to your point, you know, it's, and it's not something like I shy away from. Again, I would say my business partnerships and merchandise, those are the top two ways. Also, the Big Cot Club. I appreciate those guys and and uh, their love and their support. Elizabeth Ballard had me thinking that the Muschamp Hackers were, were here right now. <clears throat> um, we're here right now. But, uh, you know, I, I, I will say this. What's really funny, and again, it's it's – it comes with, I mean, guys, I'm not surprised at it. Like, the larger that we get and the more success we have, right, there will, I mean, the shots will never stop. Because, again, people see the success that we're having and normal, rational folks, normal, rational folks will either say, that's awesome, I support, they're great, or they'll say, eh, that's not really my cup of tea, I don't really rock with that guy. And they'll just keep it moving. That's what normal, rational people will do. Um, but as we grow larger, right, I mean, the, the shots will inevitably come, you know, and, and, that's a, and that's a great place to be in, right? Like, they don't make parody accounts about people who are insignificant, right? Like, when, when you're having parody accounts made of you, that is a good sign. I will say that. But I, but I will say this, because I, 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 I want to address something that 
you know, I, I don't know if you, you guys may have heard it through the grapevine or maybe you've jumped into a Twitter space and you've heard so-and-so talking about this and that. Let me say this. To insinuate that anyone knows where our finances are going, there's a reason why I don't put that information out there because when it comes to money, people lose their minds and people think they have a right to say where funds are going or where money is going. Are you, you know, it, it goes back to the conversation that I had in early November about, you know, you, you get to a certain point, right? You, you, you put your blood, sweat, and tears into something and you take an entity from zero and you grow it to a point where it's powerful, right? And you have true influence and you're really making an impact and you're really making a difference. And when you get to that point, people say, people think, for some reason, people that have had no influence on the direction of said entity, they've had no positive impact on what you've done. They, for some reason, think, why I do not know, but they, for some reason, think they have some sort of right to tell you what you should be saying, what you should be doing, the way you should be using your voice, and even go as far to tell you what you should and should not be doing with the money that you are making. And the funniest part about that is that people are saying that and they have no idea what we're doing. None. They have no clue. And I can tell you guys this, I, like that, I, I'm, I'm, not going to re, I'm not going to report earnings to you all. I, I, I hope that's not a, you know, hopefully you're not disappointed in hearing that. But I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make that information known to you all. Because I got to be honest, guys. You know, I love NIL. We have partnered with players, right? But how much money we're giving to NIL or not is nobody's business. Because I'm not in the business of, well, I'm going to donate to NIL, and I want everybody on social media to pat me on the back and tell me how, how great of a Gamecock I am. I mean, I would say if you're giving for that reason, you're giving for the wrong reason. And it feels like a lot of people on social media, that's, that's why they're giving. Look how much I gave, 100% of proceeds. Like, please tell me how great of a Gamecock I am. Are you really giving for the right reasons? Are you giving for the ego? Are you actually giving to even benefit the student athlete? Are you giving so everybody will praise you and tell you how great you are? Like, why are you actually giving? And that goes with any facet of life. I'm not even talking Gamecock. Like, you know, when you're giving something, if you're expecting something in return, praise, what happened, it's, it's not true, genuine giving. It's, it's, it's giving for the ego. It's not giving for the soul. So, um, but the bottom line is this. How much I'm giving to NIL is nobody's business. It's, it's literally nobody's business. That's it. But for people to insinuate, and again, you got people going in Twitter spaces, that are saying, he's not giving anything to NIL. He's, you don't even know what I'm doing. You're not in my wallet. You're not behind the scenes. You have no idea. And Austin Greer says all NIL donations and deals should be public knowledge. And that's your opinion. That's fair. I would disagree. Why should you have access to what I'm doing with my money? Why? I, I, you, it's Like, let me put it to you this way. If... Juice Wells and I, we execute a deal on a T-shirt, okay? 
Let's just say that. We, we're going to drop some merch. We're going to drop the, the juice line, which would be really cool, by the way. Let's just say we're going to drop the juice line. Let's actually use Kai Kroger, better example. He's a TSUS athlete. Let's say Kai Kroger and I are going to execute on a Kai's My Guy, which would be a cool T-shirt. Kai's My Guy T-shirt. All of the details of that behind the scenes, the money stuff, how much of the proceeds, the percentages, the splits, it's nobody's business except mine and his. It's nobody's business. None. It's not. I I don't know how that could even be a hard thing to wrap your brain around for for anybody. And Austin, hey, Austin, I'll say this. I'll say this. I hear what you're saying. I, I feel like you're more so I feel like you're more so talking about because I think that's the one thing that scares people a little bit is like, and, and I'm not listen, I think the collectives are awesome. I think the collectives are great. I think the thing about NIL, though, to your point, Austin, is that you really you really don't know where the money's going in a lot of instances. And you know, we're just being told that hundred percent's going to players, this, that, but it's like, I mean, we don't know. We we don't know. Um, but again, I, I've just, you know, I, I think it's, you know, and and what a, what a blessing, right? What a blessing. I mean, I remember when I made $0 off TSUS and now I got people complaining that, you know, he, somehow people are complaining he's making too much. He's, he's not giving enough to this. And like, what a blessing, what a great position to be in. But I just think it's funny when you've got people that are making assumptions of how much we're giving when they literally have no idea. Have no clue. You're making a baseless, empty assumption because you're mad because your dog shit merch hasn't sold. I mean, of course you're giving 100% of proceeds. You sold five t-shirts. That ain't that much. You might as well give it all. Don't even get me started, bro. Like, let me just say this. I'm a Gamecock fan through and through. We are making moves behind the scenes to benefit Gamecock student-athletes, to benefit Gamecock NIL. But I'm also not a believer in making bad business decisions. Do with that information what you will, and if it hurts your feelings, I don't really give a damn because it ain't none of your business. That being said, let's jump into a break, guys. On the side, we're taking more of your questions, your comments, your calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Let's see. Again, Monday, January the 9th, 2023. Appreciate you all tuning in. Craig Phillips said, said uh, I know you said it's coming, but so ready for some golf merch. Yes, Craig, I'm going to work on merch tonight, actually. I want to drop some new T-shirts, some new hats, golf merch as well. Uh, definitely. So definitely looking forward to it. So let's see. Uh, Austin Greer. I know you guys are talking about NIL and public information and the the money. It should be public where the money is going, stuff like that. I, 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 I don't know, man. I <laughs> I don't think a business should have to tell what they're doing. I mean, I, I just I don't I don't agree with that. I don't. I don't. So 
I don't. And, I, and I'll tell you this, Austin. I'll tell you this, Austin, to your point. Even if that were the case, like, you know there's going to be loopholes to where they're not going to be tell. Like, like I mean, there, there's a there's a way to transport the bag behind the scenes. There is. Like, there, there, there's just, if, listen, if, if they don't want you to know, you ain't going to know. You, you ain't going to know. Bottom line, you're not going to know. Right? So, but I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, Austin. It, it would, I think it would just help, you know, ease some of our concerns if, if, if some of this stuff was public, public knowledge. And, um, but anyways, let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Robbie Davis, Zaxby's Hall of Famer. To- Robbie Davis, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing fantastic on this Monday. How are you doing on this Monday? I'm doing great, man. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? I just want to say this real quick about the whole money thing, okay? First off, it's nobody's business what Steve Philly or anybody else does with his money, okay? What he does with his money is his business, right? What he does with Kai Kroger, nobody's business, Okay? Nobody. I have had multiple times while working at Zaxby's, I would offer to go to the gas station right right next to where Zaxby's is, mm-hmm. and I would ask some of my coworkers if they wanted a coffee, and they would try to pay me back. And I'm like, no, I don't want your money. I'm not doing it to get praise out of it or get money out of it. I'm just doing it because, one, I was already over there, and I just wanted to do something nice for somebody. Why is it that we go from doing stuff that for, for somebody just because we just because we want to be nice to now we do stuff for people and we want something out of it? That's not right. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, I mean, and it's and it's. I'll say this too. It's it's not. Uh, it's not something that comes up on a on a regular basis, but uh, it, it is something that that happened over the weekend, which this was a crazy weekend, but. Uh, you know, I just, you know, wanted to make it clear. Yeah. Just wanted to make that point. But, uh, you know, other than that, it's it's not something I'll be probably addressing again. I don't plan on addressing again. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's – I've, I've seen the comments before, you know, when, when people ask me about, you know, NIL, which I, I fully support. I support Garnet Trust. I support Counter Rock. Mm-hmm. But, like, how much money you're giving to NIL and, and how much – this person's giving or this person's giving or how much this business is giving. It's, I mean, it's, it's just none of your business. And like when people comment, they're, they're asking right. me this question, like, why do you think I'm going to dispel business information with you? Like, I'm not doing that. Nobody, right. No accountant, no tax person, no business coach, no, no, anybody would advise that'd be a smart move, 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 move. move move and that oop. let's see robbie you there my guy i lost you for a second yeah that was crazy uh, <laughs> nil hackers anyways i i would just say ma'am right um everybody's given what they can and uh it's it's uh right it's really nobody's business and you already think, know so. if i could i i would i would i would buy merch and spend money in a heartbeat mm-hmm. if I could. Right. You already know, you've known me long enough to know that. 
okay? And when I, I will say this. I'm going to go church on you real quick. I'm going to go church on you real quick, okay? So if you – say say you're at a church – you're at a – say say you're someone at a church, right? See somebody give $10 in the offering plate, which is the basically kind of sort of the exact amount, really, like 5 five to 10%, right? Right. If someone else gives a twenty, puts a twenty dollar bill in there and brags about it, that's not right. When it comes to stuff like that, you give what you can, right? Mm-hmm. Like me, I I will I always try. If I I know I'm going on like a church rant here, but just bear with me here. I would give at least either a five, if I had a five, I'd put a five in there. If I had no fives, but I had enough. One give away, I put a couple of ones in there. Not and just what people do with their money is nobody's business. What businesses do with their money, nobody's business. It's no one's business, so stay out of it. Indeed. <clears throat> Indeed, you, you know, you know what's interesting. I was just thinking about this, Robbie. Today, like, and that would be a cool T-shirt, by the way. That would be one? a cool T-shirt. The T-shirt you mentioned, yeah, that would be an awesome T-shirt. I would probably get one if I could. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, and I yeah. think um, that um, I think because uh, you mentioned like with the whole, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I know I'm bouncing all over the place, but just bear with me here. Like what you said about you know women's basketball is like not. You know, it's not, it doesn't really move the needle, mm-hmm. right? There's a reason why it doesn't move the needle, all right? Mm-hmm. Even though, yes, there are some decent girl, girls basketball teams in college, there are some decent basketball teams. It's just, it, it's just, we really don't know the reason why that men's basketball gets more attention than women's is because it's sort of kind of more exciting. It's basically more exciting to watch than women's basketball. And if you don't like what I just said, then you can kick rocks and kiss my teeth. I mean, I I don't even, I don't think, I don't think that's like a, like a hot take. I mean, it's, it's a different game. And I, and I will say this though, like women's basketball, I think you have to really appreciate like, the fundamentals of basketball and because again you're not getting high flying dunks it's not a bunch of three pointers and like i'm not saying one is right or wrong but like there is a difference that's that's what i'd say there is a difference and also people shouldn't be people people shouldn't be bullied or 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 mocked or try to be canceled off the internet if they prefer one or the other like it's just it is what it's a preference it is what it is you know what i mean like um just like that just like everybody's got prefer- preferences for restaurants. Sure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, for some reason, I'm not a big fan of Japanese food. Mm. So I hardly ever go to a Japanese restaurant. I'll go to a Chinese restaurant, but I'm not a fan of Japanese food. I learned something new about you today. But would I be willing to try Japanese food? Yes. The odds of me liking it are very slim, but I'd be willing to try it. And even though the game was close yesterday, all that matters is we won the basketball game. That's all that matters. 
I honestly, even with the game being as close as it was, I was not concerned because I thought to myself, we're going to eventually pull away and put this put the game away and win. So I really didn't flinch even when the game was close. I was like, we got the athletes. We got the, we got the, we got the, we got the roster to put this thing away. It's just something like, and like I've said last year, sometimes it takes a minute for the ball to go into the basket. Sometimes it does. And take in order a for you to make, and, and, and if you want any, and the only way you're going to make baskets is if you keep shooting, no matter how many times you miss. And with the, and also with the whole with recruiting, with how we're recruiting for football, okay? Mm. I don't know nothing about none of these guys, but who cares, right? They're coming to Carolina, Beamer's in the kitchen cooking up a recipe for success for the 2023 season. And he's getting the ingredients and he's probably hoping and praying that we like the ingredients. Like, I don't care who he recruits. If he, if he gets anybody to come to South Carolina, I'm like, Good, good, because we need the bodies. All right, we need the bodies. We need the players because you need to recruit some good players and somehow turn them into great players. Mm -hmm. That's how you have a championship caliber team in any sport. You can recruit good players, Mm -hmm. but the question is, can you turn them into great players? That's always the question with any sport. And I think Be- I think Beamer and the coaching staff and any of the any of them they're, they're doing the best they can with what they got. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm just gonna sit back and let Beamer do his thing. I mean I have, I've had so far I've had no reason to not trust Beamer, so I'm gonna just sit back and let him do his thing. And complete side note for tonight, I think Georgia will, as bad as I hate saying this, I think Georgia will win tonight, okay? I think they'll win by a lot. Let's just go with that, okay? It's not going to be pretty. Especially if TCU's offense don't show up, they're screwed. Yeah, I'm I'm expecting Georgia to win. I mean, two touchdown favorites. And <laughs> I think TCU's a great story, and, and I mean, what an upset it would be. I mean, really, truly, uh, and I'm hoping TCU wins, but I, I think Georgia is just – I think Georgia's just, uh, you know, on a different level, man. They're right. on a different level, and they're kind of the new Alabama, yeah. really. I mean, so. Yeah, it's, it's like Alabama, but just the colors are different. Mm. Yeah, what Kirby what Kirby's built there is is very, very similar to what they they built at Bama. But obviously, he learned from saving. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I just and 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 I think that 
I think that the girl. I honestly, right now, right now, I'm I'm literally say, probably fixing to tell you. I'm I'm probably say I'm going to say this now. I'm, I think that the girls are going to win the national championship. Seriously, our girls are going to win the national championship, beat everybody's ass, and prove that. We may be a girls' basketball school and a baseball school right now, but who cares? We're winning. Like I said last week, if you have a winner, fans will show up, no matter what sport it is. And congrats to the Cornhole team, by the way. Congrats to the Cornhole team for winning the Natty. Okay. I'm not that great at Cornhole, but congrats to, to, to them winning the national championship, okay? Like, Gamecock fans and any fan of any team would tell you they love a winner. If you lose, then they won't be happy. That's just the way it is with every fan base. If you have a winner, you will have fans show up and you will sell your school's merchandise out the wazoo if you have a winner. I don't know what a wazoo is, but I, I, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean, Robbie. <laughs> and by the way, I'm actually rocking a Sandstorm t-shirt that I got for Christmas this past Saturday, and it's got the score against Tennessee on it. Love it. <clears throat> and, Love uh, it, but, uh, that's all I got. For the heck of it, what the hey? Go TCU Horn Frogs, beat Georgia because we're competing with Georgia and recruiting every year. So go TCU Horn Frogs, talk on it. I'd love to see an upset. That would be fantastic. Mm. But uh, you have a great rest of your day and uh, <clears throat> stay safe. And as always, leave the dumb stuff to me. Go Gamecocks and the hell with Clifton! Bunch of losers. Robbie, you the man. I appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Have a good one. Yeah, man, you too. Great stuff. 14 strong minutes there from Robbie Davis. You got to love Robbie's brain. It's just, it's just firing all over the place. Like, just like one, just this topic, that topic. I mean, the way he jumps from topic to topic is, is just truly a beautiful thing. So, uh, a Robbie Davis call. Love it. Love it. Love what a Robbie Davis call does for the overall morale of this show. Truly, truly, truly. I'm going to try to keep him to less than 10 minutes, but truly. Uh, Brad Crawford, guys, on Twitter said this, tweeted this at 12.58 about 10 minutes ago. He says, I've been told that Spencer Rattler and Juice Wells have each, have each heard back from the College Advisory Committee with evaluations suggesting both would be day three NFL draft picks. <clears throat> expect decisions at any time. So, I, I mean, I think if they're day three guys, I think they got to come back, right? I mean, I, I I just, I think if they're day three guys, they got to come back. I don't know how it would make any sense to not return. I mean, you're, you're, go, you're going to improve your draft stock. Like, you are. You are. And Spencer Rattler also is going to be in a draft that 
he's going to be in a draft that is much less competitive at the quarterback position. Like, I, I just, I feel like there are so, there are so many signs or so many reasons that point to why it'd be a good idea for him to come back. So, uh, Cam Rising back for his senior season at Utah. How about that? That's big. They open up with Florida next year, too. They open up with Florida. Yeah, I mean, day, day three selections, I think they got to come back. I, I think it just makes too much sense for them to come back. So, um, guys, after an interesting first hour, I feel like we've gotten it sort of back on the rails. I, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I will say, I know you you guys don't, and, and that's why I don't spend time, you know, really discussing like any type of, you know, drama. And I and I've really gotten to the point where I'm I'm completely past engaging in the in the in the in the in the slap dickery on social media because you you guys don't follow and rock with TSUS for those reasons, right? Like this isn't a drama show. This is a show where we talk about the Gamecocks and we come we give our opinions on things, and certainly we have times and you know where we can. We can we can talk about the some of the other stuff, if you will. But yeah, so the conversation look got a little bit off the rails early, but uh, a Robbie Davis call just always saves the day, right? Maybe maybe it'll get more off the rails. Maybe maybe, maybe Rebecca calls in today. You never know. Um, <clears throat> anyways, guys, your questions, your comments, your calls, of course, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into a quick break. But on the other side, we will take more of your questions, your comments, your calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Seven, uh, Austin Gregory says, Chris, can you speak on the fact that Beamer's name will be mentioned in a lot of future job openings? I know he's where he wants to be, uh, but I want fans to know to expect it and appreciate it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 absolutely a compliment, you know, when your coach is being sought after by other schools. It's, uh, you know, it's it's certainly not an insult, quite the opposite, right? I mean, it's it's... Yeah, I mean, Beamer, as, as South Carolina stock goes up, Beamer's stock goes up, right? And so he's going to be somebody that may be sought after by other schools. That's why, though, you pay him. That's why you give him the extension. And I saw I saw some people on social media that were, you know, a little, little uneasy uh, about the raise that Shane Beamer got. And I would just say this, guys. I mean, you still – you look, Shane Beamer's still, like, middle to pack when it comes to SEC coaches and yearly salaries, but – you got to shift your thinking and your mindset from, you know, this yearly salary. To, it's an investment. You are investing in Beamer for the long term because you believe in him as your head football coach. Certainly we all do. And, you know, you need to – it's about – it's not even about the money. It's about what the money says. That, hey, we believe in you as our guy to this degree. So, let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from – Alex. Alex, what's up, man? How are you? What's going on, Chris? How are you today? I'm happy doing Monday. Fa- yeah, man, happy Monday. I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking. What's up? Oh, not much. I've just been on Twitter the past couple of days, and you seem to be a hot topic to some people. Uh, it's just Taylor's oldest time, man. Just comes with the territory. <laughs> so it's uh, I get paid to take the shit, man. So it, and it is what it oh, is. So 
Hey Sam, what you? I got a couple questions for you. Um, first, what you think about the transfer portal commits he's got over the past couple of days? Yeah, so the uh, the offensive lineman from Western Illinois, um, you know, big body dude. You know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. You know, will he be an impact player? Or will he be a depth guy? But either way, I mean, you know, definitely has the size and the build. Um, what I think it was like six foot five, three thirty five, something like that. So. Um, you know, you need to add offensive linemen. We know that. You're obviously losing a lot to the draft, and you've lost a couple to the portal, I think, stuff like that. Uh, and then, you know, really excited for the linebacker from Ole Miss, um, Jerron Willis. You look at his recruiting profile. Obviously, he was a freshman this past year. only played in one game. But, you know, South Carolina offered him on the recruiting trail. So, the Gamecocks wanted him. A lot, a lot of different schools wanted him. You go down his offer list. I mean, he basically had offers from everybody, 6'2", 235, and I think a guy that's going to play and start immediately. I think he'll be an immediate impact guy for you. So, you know, we knew Shane Beamer would attack the transfer portal. I mean, he's, he's not going to sit on his hands and watch it go by. And, you know, I, I'd be pretty surprised if they didn't add more from uh, from the portal. So, you know, excited to, yeah, to see think, who all they add. And, again, I think those are specifically the linebacker. I think that's an immediate impact player. That's when we needed more than anything. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, we, we, we've all seen the struggling run defense over the years, and I, I think one of the reasons is the deficiencies at linebacker. So, the, uh, the better players you can add there, I mean, the better off you're going to be, obviously. So. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I apologize for the background noise. No, you're good. Um, yeah, I mean, take that and then the seed. I think, I think he posted the graphic the other day about how we flipped the, um, the tight end road. With the transfer portal and everything, people coming over, I mean, it's great yeah. to see. Yeah, it's it's crazy how we we've just flipped that entire room. So it's exciting, man. I'm I'm really excited for it. Oh yeah. What's your what's your ceiling on next season as far as record goes? Well, I mean, I I think we got to see what Rattler and Juice do. Um, I mean, I I normally, yeah. for those that don't know, I mean, I I normally drop way too early predictions for the season, right? Because it's just it's that time of year. It's fun to drop the way too early stuff, but. I just don't feel comfortable in doing so until I know what they're doing. Because I, I think to insinuate that doesn't affect the outlook of the season is um, is just naive. I think it's foolish. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I think if those two guys come back, I, I think you're looking at potentially a nine or ten win season. I mean, really, truly. I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to keep my expectations obviously realistic, but I think that could happen. Uh, if those guys do not come back, probably fighting to get the six or seven wins. And, and you never know, right? There might be a quarterback waiting in the wings that could be the guy, but we, we just we just don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I like Doty, but I think you never know. He's been 100% healthy. He might come in if Rattler does leave. He might come in and ball out. You never know. It could be some of the younger guys. You know, no telling. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully that decision is coming sooner rather than later. Hopefully so. Yeah, they they only have a week, don't they? Because they have to make a decision. Yeah, by January sixteenth. Yeah, so they've they've got a week. Um, yeah, we'll see. We will. But anyway, I appreciate it, Chris. Have a happy Monday and go game guys. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Thanks so much for the call. Um, great stuff. Great stuff. Great questions. Um, and yeah, I would just say again, guys, it's the beauties and the banter when it comes to social media and. You know, you you gotta you gotta be willing to you gotta be willing to 
to take it all as it comes. Anyways, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-337. So Coach Ford, trust in Beamer. I know you're speaking sarcastically, my guy. What are Coach? So I, I Coach Ford, you said you thought it was a little much, right? I mean, I, I know again, I know folks have I know people have PTSD from the Will Muschamp era and after year two, we gave him a raise and all that. This definitely seems like a much more school friendly, a school friendly um contract if you will you know where there's not some crazy ridiculous buyouts if also if he leaves right in some crazy circumstance where he were to leave he's gonna owe the school money right so i think it's a much more friendly contract in that way but i mean you have to pay your guy you have to invest in your coach you have to you don't have a choice i mean beamer was literally the lowest paid coach in the sec and all he did at the end of year two was back-to-back wins over top 10 teams, beat the rival. You have to invest in him. Again, there's a, there's a difference in, you know, feeling like you're just paying and it's some empty cost, if you will, to making an investment for the long haul. That's how you have to view it, I think. And again, we all believe that that Shane Beamer's the guy, Beamer ball to the moon. And, um, you know, it's about what that money says versus just how much it is. But what does that money say? That money says that this is our guy and he's not going anywhere. We're not allowing him to go anywhere. You've got to lock him in for the long haul and you've got to invest in your future. And I'm glad they did that. And, you know, Shane Beamer, he earned that payday. He earned that paycheck. And, um, you know, I'm happy to see him get it. And, you know, I, I'm glad that now we have that security and we've locked him in and paid him a salary that he deserves. I, I really believe that. Again, he deserved way more than the 2.75 or whatever he was getting. And, again, you look at what SEC coaches are making, guys, he's still, like, middle of the pack. He's still middle of the pack. So, you know, it's a bit of a keeping up with the Joneses, if you will, but um, you got to keep up. And, and you've got to show your head football coach and show your staff and everybody else that we are committed to winning, and, and that includes spending the money to get to where we want to go. So, um, Austin Gregory, God, asking me about the freaking, the, the, the Twitter bracket. How did we not get out of the first round? I, I, Austin, long story short, I think there were just a lot of people that did not want us to win. Bottom line. There were a lot of people that did not want to see TSUS win. And, uh, you know, when, 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 when Gamecock Nation sets their mind on something, damn it, they make it happen. I will say that. That's probably the most complimentary thing I can say about Gamecock Nation as a whole. Uh, when we set our sights on something, and we we make our minds up. It's uh yeah. So and hey, never doubt the power of Gamecock burners. Never doubt the power of Gamecock burners. So uh let's see. <laughs> Here we go. Odds to win the college football championship next season from Bet Online. It's crazy. The game hadn't even played tonight. And there's already odds to win the national title for next season. Georgia, of course, is the favorite, three to one. Bama fifth, or yeah, Bama fifteen to four. Ohio State six to one. Michigan twelve to one. Notre Dame thirteen to one. Clemson's at twenty five to one, and the Gamecocks one hundred to one. You putting some money on South Carolina? Hey, if Spencer Rattler and Juice come back, never know, never know. Let's jump to the line. Hey, what's going on, man? How are you? What's up, man? I'm feeling good, man. Real good. I love it. I love it. After I, after um, after I seen the predictions of what uh, you know, Smith and Wells might go, I have a kind of good feeling about them coming back. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying. So, 
feel pretty good about that. Um, and then, of course, with the Jeff Coat news, man, I really hope he comes home, man. That'll be that'll really be like upgrading at almost every position that we lost as far as important positions, you know what I'm saying, positions of need. So. Yeah, that'd be that'd huge. Be good, yeah, that, 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 that would be huge. Yeah, that'd be a great pickup, so. Yes, sir. And then, uh, hey, man, keep your head up, man. I, I see the city Twitter people trying to go crazy. I, I, now, all I all I want to say is, how can you steal something with a watermark on it? You're doing nothing but promoting them, right? <laughs> like, like, yeah, that that, that was that good. was that was that was silly. And I'll say this: I I've got no yeah, problem. Like, <laughs> I got no problem with Gamecock swag. Apparently, his watermark I learned is the player in the corner with the X's on the face mask, which I. I didn't know that, and I still would say I, I don't know that he – and I would love to help him out, by the way, because I got no problem with Gamecock swag. I'd love to help him out because I'm not, I'm not sure he really understands what a what a watermark is because um, that, right. that's, <laughs> that's not a logo or no, nobody nobody, yeah. nobody on the planet would know that that's Gamecock swag's logo. Um, anyways, I guess none of us yeah. could – yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm like, dang. So I, I guess I can't rep. I can't. I guess I can't post it either because it has water watermark. <laughs> I guess he's the only one that can yeah. post it. So, but anyway, you know, hey man, keep your head up. Let's get it. I feel good about this season, man. I call in tomorrow or whenever Jeff Coat commits, man. Yeah, no, for sure. Ho- hopefully, it is soon. No doubt. All right, for sure, man. Hey man, I appreciate you. Thanks so much for the call. And uh, no, guys, I appreciate the love and support, man. And I and I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah, the 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 Gamecock swag that 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 was that was and you know it's it's easy to differentiate who is trying to actually resolve a problem and who is clout chasing, and who is just begging for any sort of attention because like Gamecock swag, T man, he sometimes tunes in. Like if you respected me as a person, as a human being, as a content creator, you could reach out to me directly. You could very easily DM me and say, "Hey man." Uh, I know that the player that posted my graphic did not tag me. So you had no way of knowing that it was actually my graphic, but uh, it is my graphic. So if you don't mind, can you, can you credit me there? Can you tag me? Uh, I would really appreciate it. And I would very quickly, and uh, I did this, I would very quickly be sure to credit and to tag and to give credit where credit's due. Because I mean, guys, if you really think I'm at a point in business where like I need to, to rip off somebody's somebody's graphic or something like I'm 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 not like trust me my my business is much bigger than 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 taking a graphic I mean it really is like so if you had any sort of respect for me at all you do that instead of going on your own personal feed and and, and somehow trying to body me and say that oh the Spurs up show stole my graphic when the player that posted the commitment graphic did not even credit you. So the picture was taken off of his feed. Your beef is with him. Your beef is with him, not with me. So I got no problems with Gamecock swag, the homie T-Man, Novinger. I know he tunes in. Um, I got no problem with you, man, but, you know, let it maybe be a lesson to you that if, if you, again, you can tell who's actually trying to, who you can tell who has respect for you and who doesn't. Because if you have respect for somebody, you don't try to resolve conflict by going on social media and like outing them and trying to body them, right? That's, that's why like, for example, you know, 
I'm not going to jump into a Twitter spaces and try to shit on somebody and their business and the way they operate. If I got a problem with you and I know you personally, I'm going to text you. I'm going to try to resolve the issue that way. When you respect someone, that's that's how you operate. When you're a grown-ass man and you have a pair of nuts, that's how you operate. You don't operate going, you know, go, going on a, you know, subtweeting and all this bullshit like that. Like, that's that's some middle school bullshit, bro. Like, I, anyways, I, I, know, I know we don't want to talk about that, but uh, – Anyways, feels good to be good. I would say that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, one of my favorite quotes comes from uh, Naval Ravikant, who I respect and, and uh, who I respect and, and really admire his work and, and love his commentary. He says that, be so big that it's cool to hate you. And so TSUS has reached a point to a degree where, like, it's cool. It's cool to hate us. It is. It's cool to hate us. Um, so... And Travis, I mean, no, I mean, you're you're good. I mean, it's, I mean, that that's the thing, guys. It's like we talk Gamecocks. We're at a point though where football's in the rear view, and you know, a little bit of a slower Monday, if you will. And like you look at like a bar stool, right? Like their content has basically turned into like they don't talk about sports. They talk about like themselves on a day in day out basis, right? And like business. And I fired this guy, and and uh, you know, I I you know you know, and I, so I don't. I don't think that's what we want TSUS to be. You know, I, 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 I can tell you this. I don't want it to be that way, right? I don't want it to be that way. Like, I, I don't want dumb drama to be the focal point of, of this entity. I, I don't want that. It, it serves no one. It doesn't serve me. You know, believe it or not, guys, like, I, I do, I do um, value my peace, you know, when it when it comes to priorities in my life, my my peace, my mental peace is one of those things that I I value more than anything. And so, like, if you really want to know why I block people on Twitter, which it's 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 a very small, very small minority that I have blocked, it is because I mean, number one, for these people to be to be as outraged as they are and to say some of the ridiculous, horrible shit that they say, like. My content being in your life and your existence, you seeing it, you don't need to see it because it's obviously bringing you to such a dark place where you're spewing that. So I'm actually doing them a favor to a degree. And also, I don't need to have that in my existence. I don't need to get on Twitter or get on social media for that matter and read disparaging comments day after day after day. And again, I'm at a point where I don't have to. Like, I can block out as much of that noise as I want to because – you know, we've, you know, it's, 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 you never reach a point of like, you've made it. We're always going to continue to build and grow, but like, we can grow without that. You know, we can trim the fat. We can cut out the nonsense. We can cut out the slap dickery, if you will. So again, it's a, it's a, it's a very small minority, but it's, you know, it's, it's just part of it, man. You, you continue to grow and get big and, and you're making waves and you're popping off and, and people are, you know, the, the, again, the insecure will expose themselves and they're, they're going to show their asses and, and do every they, everything they can to, you know, to bring you down. And that's that's why, again, on social media, I just I don't entertain it. I'm not going to. Nobody follows me for that reason. That's that's why we don't. I don't. I don't come on the Daily Crow and say, well, let's just spend all day talking about this. Like you guys asked, so that's why I'm addressing it, right? And you know, I'm 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 an open book and I'm honest and I'm transparent. But you know, I, I the main thing should always be the main thing. And that's the Gamecocks. You know, we're here to talk Gamecocks. We're here to talk about sports. Um, 
But, you know, it is kind of fun, too, to talk about the inner workings of the community, if you will, of the community. So, yeah, stand on business. My guy Cody said, it's cool to be blocked by you, I guess, now. Yeah, that, 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 that to me is one of the most interesting things of people on social media that wear it as some badge of honor to be blocked by someone. Because it's not, bro. It's, it's not a flex. It's, it's not a flex to be blocked by somebody. Like, your existence on social media has to be to such a level that someone is like, not only do I not want to follow this person, I want to go out of my way to make sure I don't see it ever, 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 ever. I, I mean, anyways, I mean, it is what it is, bro. Teach their own, teach their own. Listen, I, I didn't, I didn't start doing this with, and I, I didn't think in the beginning that everybody was going to like me. I, I would, I would be more concerned if everyone liked me. I, I would, I'd be more concerned if everybody liked me. Um, Cause there's plenty of Gamecock entities out there that everybody likes. And guess what? They ain't doing it full time. They ain't doing it as a business. They ain't popping off. They ain't doing what we're doing. So riddle me that. If 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 the key was to be relentlessly positive and sunshine pumping, I can name a couple of entities off the top of my head that would be doing what we're doing. But they're not. Only showing up when things are going well, you don't earn respect that way. You may not ruffle any feathers, but you also don't create any conversation. You don't create any constructive banter. People don't respect you. That's just the reality of it. If you don't put your face behind your words and your opinions, if you're too scared to put who you actually are, people aren't going to respect you. There ain't no anonymous Twitter or Instagram or anything that's ever going to pop off making these sort of ways. I mean, you, you see... I mean, there's an anonymous Instagram out there that goes on there and, you know, anybody want to be a business partner? Who in the world that's a business owner is going to invest money in somebody who can't even put their own face on social media? Are you kidding me? It's a joke. It's crazy. It's funny. The, the, the content world is funny, man. But uh, I, I will say again, I will say again to – to all of those who show love and sport, because again, the love and sport is overwhelming. I mean, it is, it is. It's 99.9%, but the 0.1% is loud. We all know that. And, that, and that's any walk of life, right? That's any walk of life. Um, you know, it's, I mean, we see it all the time in politics. We see it in other sports, other teams. We see it in, in everything. You know, we see it in everything, right? So it's, it's just uh, a lot of it. I mean, guys, a lot of it is about who, can best weather the storm. Who can best weather the storm? So, anyways, 843-790-3377. Guys, I'll go back to this. I'll go back to this. And it's it's a serious question. It's a question for the masses. You know, with, with the struggles of men's basketball, I mean, I, I think most people, unfortunately, are just are are just checked out. And maybe that's a little harsh, but in regards to like I'm going to be watching every game and I'm not going to let myself get overly worked up about it, right? Like it's like it's it's year 0 and unfortunately when there's no expectations, uh when there's not there's not as much of an emotional investment 
when there's no expectations. But so that moves me to the women's basketball side of things. And I, and I just wonder, why do we think it is that women's basketball, even with South Carolina being number one in the country, and this is an honest, genuine question here. Why do we feel like women's basketball, even with the love and support it gets, I still feel like it doesn't get probably the love, support, and admiration and attention that it deserves. Why is that? Is there a reasoning? Is it because of the style of play? I mean, it's a battle that not just South Carolina fights. It's a battle that the entire sport fights, right? I mean, Dawn Staley's spoken on it. Uh, others have spoken on it. But, you know, women's basketball as a whole, college pro, why is it it is not shown as much attention as the men game? Why is that? And is there anything that we can do about it? Is there anything we can do about it? Because, again, I, I think we're all invested. We love Gamecocks and women's basketball, but you're not really going to see that or feel that until we get to the postseason. And that's just the reality. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from Hunter. Hunter, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. Uh, just uh, driving around with these stupid asses on the road. But, um, yeah, no, I didn't know if my phone rang the first time, so that's why I called the second. It, it, I couldn't hear anything. Um, but yeah, so with uh, Brad Brad Crawford, uh, I don't you retweeted, you retweeted his uh, tweet about Spencer and Juice, uh, you know, going in NFL and stuff. What what is what does he mean by that? Hold on. So, so he, about uh, the day three stuff or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So what does he mean by that? So that would mean that they wouldn't they wouldn't be selected until day three of the NFL draft, which would mean, I believe, fourth round or later. Fourth round or later. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be like so that's their that's their uh their grade, if you will, or where those those the college advisory committee believes they will be picked. Right. That's what they're coming back and telling them. Okay, so they're, they they would be like a fourth round, fourth or fifth round pick then. Yeah, fourth through seventh round. So, so they would so they would probably make more money. They would probably make more money staying with NIL than they would going to the draft. Yeah, that's what that means. Wow. Okay. Um, I appreciate it, man. I I, I didn't mean to call it the second time, but I just seen the speak, so I just yeah. didn't know what that meant. Yeah. No. Yeah. For but sure. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Absolutely, Hunter. I appreciate the call. Great stuff from Hunter. And yeah, against just wait and see. And we'll uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But uh yes, Brian, I know you did your part in regards to I, I promise you, before I even go to the gym, I'm talking about right after this, I'm gonna I'm gonna update this slide. I'm gonna make the video, update the slide, and we'll be good. So I promise. I promise, I promise, I promise. I promise. Bruin Nation, here's an honest take. He says, outside the top eight or ten programs, it's awful to watch. Honestly, go watch Syracuse versus Georgia Tech women's game. I'd rather spend the day with Rebecca watching days of our lives. I, I will say to your point, Bruin Nation, I, I do think that's one of the things. Like, there's there's practically no parity in women's basketball. I mean, it's it's there, there are eight to ten good teams, and everybody else is pretty bad. I, I mean, and I'm not saying there's never close games, but, I mean, yeah, so. I mean, and, that, and that's, I mean, you know, again, back to the point, of like, why, why do we not cover it more in depth? I mean, I, I just, guys, I mean, there's a lot of times. I mean, I remember, I remember I went to a game last year, 
South Carolina beat Vanderbilt by like 60. And like Aaliyah Boston was just bullying people. And I'm like, I mean, the analysis is very short, sweet, and to the point. We're just better than you. We're just way better than you. Um, and Bruin Nation, I don't think it's disrespect. I think it's the truth. It is, it is, it is a, it's just a different product. It's a different product, you know, and, and, and we, you know, we, we are at the point now as sports fans because of social media and because of other things that, you know, we, we want to see, we want to see a hundred mile an hour fastballs and 500 foot home runs. We want to see dunks. We want to see three pointers. We want to see, um, you know, long passes and crazy touchdowns and a lot of offense, like fundamentals of the game, no matter the sport, but fundamentals have just lost their luster. You know, like, like in baseball, like bunt, who, who wants to watch small ball? Nobody wants to watch bunting and, and stealing and, and stealing signs and like, you know, th- those little things. No, nobody wants to watch that. You know, moving a runner over, like, bro, people want to see people hit bombs. I mean, people want to see people hit bombs. So, yeah. Babes and waves, I love small ball. <laughs> well, I just love winning. So, I mean, I, I can appreciate it. You know, I mean, I love bombs too. Um, I love small ball. I, I will say this, Bruin Nation, to your point. Softball is a bit slept on. Softball is a fun game because it moves, it moves really, really fast, right? It moves really, really quickly. So it's a very fun game to watch. It's a very fun game to watch. I will say that. Very, very fun game to watch. Anyways, guys, what a day. <laughs> the convo. The convo has truly been all over the place. It has truly been all over the place. So, Elizabeth Ballard, do you mean to tell me everything you read on the internet isn't true? Yeah, Elizabeth, that's that's the scary thing is that there are people that believe that everything you read on the internet is true. That there, there there really are. There really are. There are people that think everything you read on the internet is fact. They just take it blindly as fact. So. Again, guys, Gamecocks are 100 to 1 to win the national title in 2023. What do you know? So, crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff. I was about to say, how many of y'all are excited for the national title tonight? Last college football game until, what, late August? We will definitely be tuned in on this side. We will definitely be tuned in. So, looking forward to it. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Certainly, again, I'll I'll take it all in and enjoy it. And Yeah. So, DGD says, score prediction for the Natty tonight. I'll go Georgia 34, TCU 24. So, I'll, I'll, I'll take TCU to cover. I think Georgia's going to win. So I think I think Georgia's definitely going to win. 34 to 24. Give me Georgia. That's just off the top of my head, just random. I, I haven't done any research at all. Just a totally blind prediction. Cody Branch says TCU seems to want it more, but Georgia wins and TCU covers. Cody, what gives you the idea that TCU wants it more? Ruin Nations is TCU 44 to 41. That would be crazy. 44 to 41. What a game. What a game that'd be. Guys, we're going to jump into one final break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you more of your questions, your comments, your calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow.
All right, guys, we're back. Final 10 minutes or so here in the Daily Crow. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. Guys, I want to remind you, tsus.store is where you can find all of our merchandise. Uh, we've still got a good number of towels here. So if you guys need your Beamer Ball towels, be sure to hit us up. tsus.store is where you can find that. And uh, stay on the lookout for some new merchandise as well. I think tonight I'm going to start working on some new merch and put some stuff together. Maybe some All We Got Is All We Need merch. Stay tuned. Uh, guys, I also want to say thank you all so much uh, through through everything. You guys continue to show love, show support, tune in the show, tune in the podcast, uh, interact on social media. And again, that's that's where I want the focus to be, right? There's a lot of craziness and and madness out in this world and, and, and people that say this, that say that. But, uh, you know, I, I always want to focus on the, the those that show love and show support because those are the people that matter, and, and that is the majority also as well. So I want to say thank you all so much. I really do genuinely appreciate it. I mean, I, I, I don't just say it to say it. I am extremely grateful for each and every single one of you that, that, that uh, has given me a chance and uh, makes us part of a daily – part of your daily routine and, uh, again, shows love and shows support and has our back. And, uh, again, I just from the bottom of my heart, I'm truly grateful. So thank you all so much. It's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure and an honor to chat with each and every single one of you and, and uh, you know, talk on our Gamecocks and, and uh, talk sports and everything in between. So thank you all so much. Uh, yeah, really excited, though, for the national championship tonight. And I will ask you guys this. On the note of the national title, right, on the note of the national title, Georgia TCU, how long? How long realistically, let me ask you this, how long realistically before South Carolina has a roster that is talented enough, deep enough, complete enough to go toe-to-toe with, say, a Georgia and win the SEC East, win the SEC, and find themselves in the playoff, and maybe even the national championship. How long do you guys think? I think it's at minimum five to six years of stacking good recruiting classes on good recruiting classes on great recruiting classes on great recruiting classes. Because you watch Georgia tonight, and you'll see the difference. The competitive depth up front, that just the sheer talent they have at every single position, but it's not about starting 20 it's 66. It's about that level of depth. You're two deep, you're three deep, you're four deep. I, I think it will take five to six years of great recruiting to get to that level. Realistically, realistically, could it happen sooner? Could it happen sooner? Maybe, maybe. But I mean, even look at Clem Sucks and how long it took them. I mean, it took four, five, six years of elite recruiting, top 10 level classes. And if South Carolina does get to that point, right, we'll look back in five, six, seven years, and we'll say it's because the recruiting changed. It's because recruiting went from good to above average to great. It's it's got to make that big of a jump. So I ask you all, how long, realistically, how long before you think South Carolina is in a position to challenge the elites and realistically make a push for an SEC championship and in turn a national championship. Luke RJ says year 2025, no doubt. I, I, I just, I don't see it, Luke. I, I think, I don't think, Luke, I think you're not giving enough credit to just how elite you have to be. I, I, I just, 
And Cody Branch makes a good point. I don't think anyone can repeat the depth of elite-level guys that Georgia and Bama have unless whoever does gets top five classes consistently. I mean, it really is truly about Jimmys and Joes, not X's and O's. I mean, as, as, as good as this class, this 2023 class is for South Carolina, it'd be a, it, it would be a horrific class for Georgia. Would it not? Would it not? I mean, I, I just, it's tough. It's an uphill climb. It's, it's no doubt an uphill climb. No doubt. No doubt it is. And that's okay. Shane Beamer knows that. He signed up for that. But it's an uphill climb, no doubt. I, I 2025, Luke RJ, I, I love your passion and I respect your optimism. But that, that to me, feels, that feels a little overzealous, my guy. It feels a little overzealous. Now, I will say this. 2025 could be a breakout year. You never know because you look at some of these 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 guys on the offensive line and defensive line that uh, you're bringing in, right? They'll be juniors at that point, so maybe that you know sets up well for you. Uh, Luke RJ says, "Bro, look at TCU. They aren't recruiting like that." Luke RJ, TCU's in the Big Twelve. They don't play the schedule we do. So, Hunter Kelly says, "Championship next year." Mark my words. Hey, from your lips to God's ears, my friend. From your lips to God's ears. Cody says, you don't just duplicate what Georgia has currently. I think it's a once or twice in a program history kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I don't want to be the one to set any sort of limiting beliefs and or expectations on Shane Beamer and this South kind of football program. However, what a Georgia is doing and what Bama did, right? And, and what Bama continues to be. I, I, don't, I don't think saying that Bama's done I, until – until it happens, I'd, I'd bet against Bama at your own peril, right? But, like, that's – I guess that's my question when it comes to South Carolina and it comes to, you know, we all want to win an SEC championship. But, realistically, I, I think it's going to take Georgia having a down year for it to happen. I, I just do because, guys, I don't see Georgia going anywhere. Like, I can't even fathom at this point Georgia not being good at football. I, I, I just can't fathom it. I'm not saying it'll never happen, but, like, as much as I hate Georgia, you just got to tip your cap to them, man. I mean, they, 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 they are – they have everything you could ask for. You know, I mean, when it comes to, like, a college campus and a college football program, and, like, if you were to if, – if you were to start from scratch and envision what you want a college football program to be, like, again, from everything down to, you know, like, the campus and – the overall vibe and appeal, like, Athens is it, man. Athens is it. That's just the reality. Like, that's not, like, even those that hate the University of Georgia, I think you're like, dude, Athens is a fantastic college town. They're, they're, it's an incredible college town. And Luke RJ, if TCU beats Georgia tonight, recruiting top five year after year may not matter. I mean, Luke RJ, that is a, that's an if in the most capital letters you can find, my guy, because I think Georgia's going to win. Georgia's going to win. You're going to see the difference tonight in SEC size, SEC speed. I think so. Brandon Wagner says, take me back to the Mark Rick era. That's the interesting thing, right? It's like when they were when they were under Rick, they were still really good. But they're a different level now. Georgia's, Georgia's a different level. They're a machine. I mean, I, I will say this. I will say this. 
if you get back Spencer Rattler and Juice Wells, that game in Athens could be interesting. It could be interesting, right? Georgia breaking in a new quarterback. They're still going to be elite. But that's normally what leads to the downfall of programs, right? Is, is missing at that position. Look at Clem Sucks. Look at Clem Sucks. Right? They missed on DJU, and all of a sudden, the rest of it falls apart. When you have that guy under center, that, that can fix a lot of other woes. And so that's why I've said, you know, obviously if Spencer Rattler comes back, that, that's great, and we're going to have hella high expectations as we should. If he doesn't, my mindset then shifts to, okay, year one of Dowell Loggins, 2023 is about finding the guy. It's about finding the guy under center. Because we can talk about everything else, and there are many different facets of your football team that are very important. Don't get me wrong. But if you don't have the quarterback, you, you just don't have a chance. You're, you're going to get exposed. You may be able to get away with it for a game or two, but you're going to get exposed. You're not going to be elite. That's for damn sure. I mean, you might somehow finesse your way to seven or eight wins, but your ceiling comes way down. And you're never going to take that next step as a program until you find that guy. I mean, I hate Clem Sucks, but Clem Sucks elevated because they found their Deshaun Watson. They found the guy. They got Trevor Lawrence. They had the guy, the dude, right? They had the dude. Why did South Carolina fall off? Well, Connor Shaw, and then Dil it wasn't Dylan Thompson's fault, right? The defense was terrible. But then after that, all the misses at quarterback, I think that led to a lot of the frustrations we saw over those years after Spurrier left. I, I think misses at quarterback killed South Carolina, not having the guy. So even if Rattler doesn't come back, still a lot to be gained in 2023. Finding that guy, that dude. And you got plenty of options, plenty of talented options, but somebody's got to step up and establish themselves as sort of the franchise player, if you will, the, the leader of your program. So, that being said, guys, we've hit 2 o'clock. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much, guys. Of course, go check out the podcast that dropped this morning, episode 749. And again, guys, I'd say this. Appreciate the love. Thank you all so much. I'm grateful for each and every single one of you all that tunes in. Um, truly, the people that are tuned into here, that rock with us, that show love, you all are the people that matter. And I want you all to know that and never forget that. So, again, guys, thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a great rest of your Monday. And we will talk to you all tomorrow.